Uh, I was informed by Sid, and this is actually kind of funny. Hold on one second. I got to kill my dog. Quiet! No animals were harmed during this recording of Trophy Horse. You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve. Of yours. This is episode 351. I almost screwed that up. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> See what happens after you do 350 episodes? You lose it on the three, the next one. I'm your host, Tukey Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, and the legend. It's Alex. I hope everyone's been enjoying Squirtle Community Day. You know, I, I, I've been too lazy to leave the house. and Well, I also woke up at 5.30, so... <laughs> I kind of miss Squirtle Community Day. Uh, there were literally, like, everyone... I went to the mall that's right by near where I work. Literally everyone had their phones out playing Pokemon Go. You know, uh, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, also with us, he brings the awesome every week. It's I Yield to No One. Man, I'm still recovering from this hangover from the after party of 350. Ugh. Is that why no show went out last week? That's why no show went out last week. I was wondering. Did anyone ever figure out what happened to Steven? Well, Steven was found. The good news is Steven was found after the after party. Um, the bad news is he was found down in Mexico. We won't ask. A- and somehow he has a tramp stamp that says, Tricky's my pimp. Oh. He must have really hit it hard. Yeah, I don't know. I think his wife's trying to find a tattoo removal specialist right now. The inner freak comes out. <laughs> oh, uh, before we actually start the show proper, I want to thank everybody. Uh, I I saw the numbers for the number of downloads for episode 350. Also, the number of people that have watched it on Twitch and YouTube. It's amazing. Thank you for all the love and support. Uh, I We said it on 350, but it is absolutely amazing how much love you guys give us. And you are the thrive to keep us going. And I know every single one of the whores uh, feels the same way. Uh, so I just want to say thank you very much for that. Also, with that being said, I have a question for you, gentlemen. I have an answer, and you may not like it. Well, you're probably not going to have the answer. Oh. T- today, 10 years ago, something happened. The first you know epi- what it is. The first episode of Trophy Horse as a community cast. No. No? Oh. I'll give you a clue. It's a little personal to me. Wow, I'm not going there. You moved to New York? Nope. That was falling into that. Ten years ago today, as of this recording, I earned my very first trophy. Oh, Really? It's been ten years? Wow. Ten years. Now, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if it was ten years ago today. that. What was that very first trophy? If I may ask. I don't know the name of the trophy, but it was in Super Stardust HD. Ah, I was, I was looking on, uh, 
Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, PSN profiles earlier today. And I saw, I didn't see the date, but my first trophy was uh, one of the training uh, segments in Warhawk. Uh, yeah, my first trophy was in Warhawk. It was 10 years ago, and it was called Ground Pounder. That's what, yeah, that's what mine was, Ground Pounder. Uh, my first trophy was Hero of, uh, I don't know, it's Lave or Lave, L-A-V-E. I don't know how you would actually pronounce that. Uh, but it was, it was obtained July 8th, 2008 at 12.33, uh, a.m. Bravo. And you are, and you are at a whopping where at now? 10 years? Oh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. You're not averaging. (laughs) 10 platinums a year? (laughs) Yeah, you're not, you're not averaging 10 trophies. Well, no. Yeah. 10 trophies a year. No. Ten platinums a year. Ten platinums a year. You're also not averaging a thousand trophies a year. No, I'm a little behind on that. Uh but I, I don't know if trophies came out ten years ago today or it was ten years ago yesterday as of the recording. Because I do believe that the day they actually came out, I was working when they went live, so Technically, like, six hours after they went live, I think, is when I got my first one, because that's when I came home from work. But I'm not entirely sure about that. So, uh, yeah, ten years ago today, I earned my first trophy. I'm not clapping. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, (laughs) let's do our updated trophy count. I am level 35, almost to level 36, by the way. Almost! Total trophy. Total trophies of 9,140 with 91 Platinums. I got another Platinum. Which Duty Water game did you get a Platinum in now? Uh, Telltale Batman, The Enemy Within. How is that? I haven't started that yet. It's not as good as the first one. Um, I, I, I don't want to go into spoiler territory, but there's a lot of things that I have a problem with with the game. Uh, Storyline-wise, um, I, I guess I could tell you this, and it's not really a spoiler. Um, you guys will understand my fascination with Harley Quinn. Yes. Fascination so, so, is being generous. <laughs> um, so the story with Joker and Harley Quinn has always been that Harley Quinn was so in love with the Joker that she's willing to do the cr- most craziest shit and basically, like, Joker is mentally abusing Harley to get the things that he wants done. In this game, it's completely reversed. Joker is completely Harley's bitch. Huh. I can see where that could, where that could burn a couple people. So, it, it's, it's just, you know, when you're playing the game, it, there's something always off about, like, this, like, you always waiting for it to drop and him to turn around and say, I don't need this shit anymore. Like, I'm the, I'm the king. And it never happens. Maybe they're setting something up for the third one. It's possible, but with the way they told this, this story, I just, like, it, it went totally off the rails. Like, I like I don't see how they can continue doing the the, the, the Batman games without, like, completely destroying... 
everything we know about Batman. Ah, okay. Um, all right. So, Alex, what are your trophies, sir? I'm at level 30 with 6,608 total trophies and 98 platinums and 98 games. 98 platinums and 98 games? You're finally claiming that slide? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Thank you for, for catching my error. 98 platinums and 97 games. I thought maybe you were finally being a man and claiming that Sly Cooper platinum. I am by being a man by uh, being transparent and saying I had a cross save platinum that uh, I got one plat. I got two platinums for one, basically one playthrough. So if let, let me ask you a question: If you like, if you just wanted to hit a hundred platinums right now, and you went and cross saved Sound Shapes because you got that platinum, would you say that I have a hundred platinums in ninety seven games? Yes. You're a poser. <laughs> no, no, I'm honorable. I, no, I, here you go. I applaud his honorable honorability. I, I'm just letting you know, if I ever get the Sound Shapes Platinum, which I'm probably never going to because I'm never going back because those trials are horrible, uh, I, I fully plan on cross-saving it and claiming every one of those Platinums because I think at that point I think I earned it. Just yeah, say. you earned you one you're... platinum. You didn't earn three. Correct. I I put the work in to earn all three. No, you put the work in to earn one. <sighs> Yield. What are your trophies? Sir? If you want all three platinums, play it on all platforms and earn it all on all three platforms. Boom. I'm a level twenty six with a trophy count of five three zero nine, and holding steady with a platinum count of eighty. Two. Hold on, Sandy. I thought you earned a couple more. Uh, not since three fifty. At three at three fifty, I had earned three. Oh, okay. Because that that's why. Because when I was doing the agenda today, your platinum count on the last agenda, which was uh, three forty nine, yeah. we didn't make it because we didn't talk about what we. It were... said, right? It, it was seventy nine. Yeah, so. we didn't talk about what we were playing. On 350, and I'm like, whoa, 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 I've got some platinums. I'm taking credit for them. So. Steve is level 14, total trophies of 1,855 with five platinums, and Sid is fucking killing it. Level 32, total trophies of 7,241 with 116 platinums. Completionist. Man. All right, so let's get into what we're playing. I want to start off what we're playing this week. I don't mean I let you guys go first. Uh, I am uh, finishing up Wildlands. Uh, I, I got to get that. I'm very close to finishing all the story missions. Then I got to go back and just do some cleanup for some other uh, trophies. And I'll have that platinum. Uh, the other game I'm playing is Fallout Shelter. I'm close to that platinum as well. But that's going to take some time because it's it's not something you could do. It's it, You know, you have to do some missions and you have to have a little bit of luck to collect the legendary weapons and the outfits and stuff like that. So that just takes some luck. Now, there is a, a cheat within the game that, to me, I honestly think is a little bit too much of a cheat. But I wanted to ask you guys your opinion on it. Okay. You you have to take the Like, all right, when you play the game, everything is time-based. Like, over a certain amount of time, you have to send three dwellers out on a mission, and it normally takes... Uh, let's let's just hypothetically say it takes seven hours 
for them to get to the location. So you have to wait seven hours for them to get there. Then you have to complete it, and then you have to send them back. And then on the return trips, it just halves the time. So if it took seven hours to get there, it only takes three and a half to get back. All right. So there's a cheat within the game that if you have the game running, and while the game's running, if you exit to the setting screen and change the time to seven hours later, you don't have to wait that seven hours. That also gives you seven hours worth of resources, seven hours worth of training, seven hours worth of everything. Is changing the game clock while you're playing the game technically cheating? Hmm. I can see arguments on both sides of the fence. Because you're not... Yes, you, you are speeding up time, but technically you're not breaking the game. No. All you're doing is exploiting a flaw in the game. Right. So, what what are your thoughts, Alex? Like, I know that in Batman: Arkham Asylum, you could turn the internal clock of the PS3 to the to the holiday dates to get the Calendar Man trophies quickly, as opposed to visiting him on every day of the year that you had to uh, the holidays, which is kind of cool. But it's also like, is anybody really going to do that? So, it, for me, like, if they're saying that you have to spend an inordinate amount of time to play this game, just basically, like, grinding. If you want to turn the clock in the PlayStation to speed that up, to you go play other games or do other things, I'm fine with that. Okay. I mean, see, to me, Fallout Shelter is a game... See, it started out as a mobile game. It's like one of those games where you check in every couple hours or so just to collect your resources and stuff like that. So... With, with that aspect, I'm thinking, like, this game is designed not as a game, but just like a, hey, let me check, let me go in and pop in and check my resources real quick. Yeah. It, was, but, it wasn't really designed for console. It was designed mobile. Right. So, and see, there's no trophy for going and doing these seven-hour missions. It's the go do the seven-hour mission, and you might get one of the 20 legendary weapons that you need, and then you got to wait for them to get all the way back. So, essentially, it's ten and a half hours on a luck that you get that... Legendary weapon. One legendary weapon. And do you need all 20 for the platinum? Yeah, you need... One of the trophies is to collect 20 legendary weapons. Okay, now do they repeat? Yes, but even if they repeat... It doesn't matter. You just have to collect 20 legendary weapons. It doesn't matter if it's 20 or the same one. I I can see, like I said, I can see an argument on both sides of the fence, and I really can't put myself on one side of the fence or the other. I can see the, it's, it's a flaw, or maybe not a flaw in the game, that you don't want to wait 10 and a half hours, in essence, to do it, so you're just trying to speed the game along so you can move on to something else. And I can also see uh, the purist on the other side going, like you said, I'll check in, I'll collect my resources, I'm going to send you off on a mission, okay, you're gone, okay, I'm going to close this game out, now I'm going to play something else, and I'll check in before I go to bed, or I'll check in tomorrow. Right. So it's like, like to me... See, I kind of feel like that's cheating, but in a way, I'm like, it's not really cheating because I'm not. You're not breaking the game. 
Right. I'm not doing something to avoid a skill tactic. I'm I'm just speeding up to, you know, fasten my luck, if that's the right phrase. Make it faster to test my luck. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... I mean, I, I haven't sped up the clock. You know, I'm, I'm having fun playing the game. I haven't but... downloaded it yet. I probably will, just to see what it's like. Oh, it, it's it's a fun little game. I mean, it, it's very strategic-based. You know, you gotta... You know... The, I, you, you have to play to understand it. But, you know, you get uh, Mr. Handy's type stuff, which automatically collects your resources. Because, like, right now, uh, like, my power generator, or my nu- my nuclear reactor, let's just say it has a storage limit of 300. But every eight minutes, I get 25 power. If I don't check into the game for three days, I'll only have 300 power. But they have a Mr. Handy that constantly runs the floor, so I could check in in three days, and I haven't missed any potential power. Because the game collects it for you. Correct. Even when the game's off, it's still collecting it. Gotcha. So it's not, it's not something like I have to check in like every hour or so just to make sure that I you know my resources haven't filled up. But on the same token, I have to check in every you know seven hours to make sure you know to because once they get to that location, you have to you know, you have to play combat a little bit, go through the entire map, and then once it's done, you have to send them back. So it's not like I could just send the guy out for ten and a half hours, and then ten and a half hours I come back and that mission is done. I have to go in in seven hours, do the mission, and then send them back. Gotcha. So I don't. It's it's one of those like gray areas that I wasn't too sure. Like I'm not going to speed up the time, but it's like it posed the questions like if I did, would that technically be cheating? Because I'm not hacking the game. I'm not skipping a skill based challenge. So I don't know. I don't know. And uh, the the other game I'm playing, and this will make Alex happy, is I'm playing Hellblade. Yeah, it's uh. Congratulations. That game is creepy, man. Now, are you playing it with the, uh, with your earbuds or your headset? Yeah, I'm playing it with my Lucius Sound LS twenty fives. So, so you're probably you're probably really freaked out by the psychosis then. Yeah, you know, the psychosis when I first started playing the game was a little creepy, but now I find it helpful because, like, when you do the battles, you hear them say "behind you," and you you can quickly dodge. Um, I do like the. The combat in this game is very, very, I'm not going to say bad, but it's very responsive. So, like, I could be in mid-swing and hit dodge, and I'll dodge. Where, like, in Batman, if you were in mid-swing and you hit dodge, you still completed the swing. Yeah. So, uh, I'm liking it. Uh, It's a little creepy, (laughs) like I tell you. Um, But I just finished the, apparently I did the, 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 the opening split wrong. Uh, when you first get there, you have to go one or two ways. Uh, most people went to the left first. I went to the right first. So now I'm completing the, the path on the left. Uh, my biggest worry about it is that I'm not collecting all the shrines that I should have. So I might have to go back through the game. Yeah, again. but if you look on the rune stones where it has those, it'll show you within each chapter of the game which one you missed numerically. Right, but it's, there's no chapter select, so... Uh, before I go into the, into the, after I finish the second split, 
I'm going to go look at a rune and see which ones and go through there. Because they say once you go to a certain part, you cannot go back. You're going to have to replay the game. But the good thing is, is the runes carry over. So if you miss one early in the game, uh, your second playthrough, you just have to play up to that point. So. Yep. I should have that bottom. So wait, you've beaten, uh, so. you've beaten the first two bosses? No, no, I've beaten I've beaten one of the first two bosses. I went to the to the path on the right. That that tells me uh, nothing. Did you beat the witch doctor? No, I'm I'm going to witch doctor now. So you beat the fire giant Cert. Correct. I beat Cert. He's he's easier than than the witch doctor Valraven. Really? I heard yeah. it was the other way around. Nope. I and I have to give a shout out to um one of the our our new Twitch manager because he was actually watching me play the game because I was all streaming it live on Twitch. Uh, he figured out how to beat him because I I was fighting him and every time I swung on him when he was on fire, um, I kept hitting him and I kept bouncing off. Uh, and then he and then he goes, "Why is she saying focus?" And I went, "Oh shit!" And I hit focus and that's how I beat him. I didn't I didn't put the two and two together. It's it's so it, it's it's a fantastic game and I'm kind of upset we're not going to get a Ninja Theory game again. They do make good stuff. I mean, like all their games have been pretty good. Even you know Heavenly Sword, it did. People had complaints about it, but for the most part, it got over. It got positive scores. Yeah, we're just never going to see Heavenly Sword two now. Sony owns the rights to Heavenly Sword, so they can always have somebody else make it. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same. I mean, there are talented developers out there. I mean, they could find another talented developer to make it. True, but, like, it's it's not going to be the same. It wouldn't be the same, but that doesn't mean it's not good, because uh, Sucker Punch didn't make Sly 4, but, um, but it was I can't, still good. Sanzaru Games made it, and it was actually still really good. It was actually one of my favorite ones. I think 2 is still my favorite, but 4 is second to that, so... Well, that, I mean, that's obvious because you have a double platinum in the game that you won't claim. No, I'm just honest about my platinums. Had to go there. I, I had to do it. Yield, what have you been playing, sir? So, um, I went back, fired up some Firewatch, and got the last, like, five, six trophies that they added shortly after I beat the game. Uh, finally played Never Alone, the Fox Trial, Fox Tales DLC. Enjoyed that. Um, finished the Croft Manor from Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider. I can confirm. I can confirm that there are no giant spiders in either the first half or the second half. All right, you said giant spiders. Are there spiders? Okay, there are no spiders. Spiders. Period. Okay, good. That's good to know. So you can play Croft Manor, and I am not lying. There are no spiders. You are safe to play it. You do realize now, I'm going. I'm putting this out there on the internet, that if I play this, because I'm going to play it in VR, that if there is a spider, you're going to see me on the news, because I'm going to drive to Ohio and shoot you in the kneecap. Well, now, hey, I am not responsible, since you're playing it in VR, that if they had a spider in a spider web that I didn't walk over and inspect, I am not claiming responsibility for that. You just said I can 100% confirm that there are no spiders. Because I can. What I saw, what I played, there were no spiders. Not like you ran into a spider web. It's not like you have to fight a spider or trick a spider. There was no spiders in my gameplay. 
So, that being said. All right, listeners, that's my proclamation. He, he, he will look at every spider web until he finds a spider. Don't worry, Yield. He earlier talked about today how he would not go outside, so he's not going to come to Ohio. No, I didn't. I didn't That's say. All I, got, I didn't all I say. Gotta do is wait for it to get hot. And he ain't going anywhere. I didn't say I wouldn't go outside. I said I woke up at five thirty and I missed. Com- Never mind. He was talking. You'll about, keep going. He, he was posting on posting on the internet how eighty eight degrees was hot. It doesn't have to be hot. If it's cold as hell outside, you know he's not going out either. Shall I continue? I guess so. We either lost him or he's being quiet. Oh, no, he walked away. Um, so I've been playing some Everybody's Golf. I had to start my single-player campaign all over again, so I did that. Been really getting into that and enjoying that. Been playing played some Burnout Paradise Remastered, some Rocket League. I picked up, Alex, I picked up the uh, Jurassic Park pack. All right? So you get you get you get the Jeep from Jurassic Park, the the original Jurassic Park. But well worth the two dollars for this pack is when you score a goal, a fire head of a T Rex comes roaring out of the goal. That sounds amazing. That is well worth the two bucks. Look up the trailer, it's well worth the money. Um, is is this new DLC for the big yes, to go it, alongside the Fallen Kingdom? Yeah, it came out with the release of Fallen Kingdom, but the but the Jeeps, I to me, look like we're from the original Jurassic Park. Well, yeah, you use the classic Jeeps. Yeah. So, um, Tricky will be happy to hear this. I was at a buddy's house and played some VR. And what do you think? It's not too hateful. It didn't, it messed with my stomach, but like, not to where I was going to throw up. It just didn't make it feel right. But I what, what did you what did you play? I played Eagle Flight. All right, that's that's not a bad game. I just messed around in like I did tutorial, and then I messed around in Free Flight, and no, I, that was kind of cool. Then I played uh, the Rogue One mission in Star Wars Battlefront. And what'd you think of that? That was slick as I'll get out. <laughs> Especially at the very beginning when the ATAT goes walking in front of you, and you can like look up and see the whole thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's slick. And then when you're sitting there, the flying thing's really cool. The thing I wish they would did was you can look around and you can press buttons in the cockpit, but they never tell you what all those buttons do. Trial and error, baby. And they don't really give you enough time of why you're trying to defend the, you know, defend the ship and take down the Star Destroyer and take down TIE Fighters to kind of go, well, what does this switch do? What does that switch do? I was more worried about blowing up TIE Fighters, which I didn't do bad. I played it once and took out 44. Did uh, did, does your buddy that has the VR, does he also have the WWE Network? Yes. Next time you go over his house, um, have him download the next VR app. Okay. And within the next, it's a free service. But you have to integrate it with whatever service it is. So in this case, you have to integrate with the WWE Network. Um, you could watch WrestleMania in VR from one of the goalposts. Well, that'd be slick. So that, and then I also, and then, then I played, I, pl- I played a little game called Super Hot. You could play it in VR as well. But 
All right, before we get into Super Hot, I want to go back to Burnout Paradises. That game pissed me off. Okay, go back to Burnout. This is bringing back an, an old scab on this show. All right. Um, there's a trophy in Burnout where you have to get eight people. Oh, Wildcat Stadium. In, inside Wildcat Stadium. I went online, and for three hours, I was messing around, and I'm telling everybody, once we get eight people in this game, we're going to, uh, I'm going to activate the mission to everybody has to, re- to go to Wildcat Stadium, and this way we all get the trophy. Yeah. After three hours, eight people finally came to the game. I activated the, the, the mission. Yeah. Seven of us are sitting inside Wildcat Stadium, and the eighth person is coming in. And as he comes close, he wrecks. But the mission goes off like it was successful because he, he got close enough. But but because he never actually made it inside the stadium, the trophy didn't pop. <laughs> it's funny, but it also it sucks. And, th- and then he went offline. And then everybody else bounced out because they're like, oh, I guess it doesn't work. The trophy's glitched. No, it's just he wrecked. But the, they fixed that trophy because normally uh, you could like sit outside the stadium and still activate the mission. Yeah. Because you're within the hitbox. They they fixed the trophy. So now there actually has to be eight people inside the stadium or the trophy doesn't pop. Gotcha. I haven't, I haven't gotten to that yet. I just figured that. I will hopefully find some people who are still willing to do it, or I'll or I'll get my buddies who still have it and be like, "Hey, come on." Well, when you do that, let me know because I still need that trophy. Okay, I'll probably do it on the motorbike and try to knock out two trophies at once. Why is there one for the motorbikes too? There's one for like to complete a mission or something with eight people while on the bike, or complete like I forget like a couple of missions while on free burns while on the bike. I'm like, well. You might as well do two at once. Yeah, but that's not... You don't need that for the Platinum, though. No, but, I mean, if you're going 100% everything, then... Yeah, I'm not 100% in Burnout Paradise. Well, I probably won't everything, but I probably will try what I can get. I'm just glad you don't have to get 400 gates in Burnout now. Oh, you don't have to get all 400 gates? You only have to get 200 of them. Oh, well, shoot. Uh, Yeah, because I'm close... I See, that... That I'm close to the platinum in. Fallout I'm close to the platinum in. Wildlands I'm close to the platinum in. I just like I looked over my list the other day. I was like, there's like ten games that I'm within ten percent of getting the platinum. See, you just need to buckle down and start working on them. Oh, and I also I I fin- I, I uh like I said on three fifty, got the platinum in gravel, got the platinum in Starhawk, which nobody else can get now because they shut the servers down. Platinum a way out. And I fired up L.A. Noir this week. Yeah, I saw you playing that. How do you like that? Um, it took me longer than I think it should have to under to kind of understand what I was doing, as in the interrogations. Yeah, but I I enjoyed the game. I wasn't just when I thought I was doing really good with interrogations. Like I'd go through a, I would go through a case, and I'd miss maybe maybe a couple, couple three. But I got the vast majority of them correct. I'd go into the next case going, all right, I've got this. And then you miss like the next three. And you were like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but I, I enjoyed the game. 
I, I, I beat the story once. Now I got to go back through and get a five star rating. I got to find all the stuff, drive another 40 cars, just checklist stuff, basically, kind of grinding checklist stuff. I enjoyed the game. I wish there were more games set in that scenario or genre, you know? Yeah, but unfortunately that studio got shut down. I know, but, you know, in the 40s, I know we got Mafia games, but you know what I'm saying. It just, it was, I, I enjoyed it. So I'll be I'll be getting I'll be getting the platinum man. It's just gonna take me a while. I mean, there is hope that there that there was rumors that they're making an L.A. Noir too. It's just not coming from that studio. But with Rockstar, you know, they're so busy with Grand Theft and Red Dead, I doubt they're gonna make any other games besides those anymore. Well, no, they would have to do like they did with L.A. Noir and let somebody else do it. They just kind of help publish it, polish it up. All right, so uh, you, is that all you've been playing? Uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. All right, Alex? So glad you asked. I went back and got a few uh, of the challenge bronze medals and the challenges on the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Those challenges are fucking hard, and I don't, <laughs> I don't like it because I beat all six games, and I feel like... I hate having to – the big problem is is that they'll what they'll do is you'll have to fight a boss and beat that boss underneath a certain time to get certain medals. You know, you'll have to go through all the bosses in a certain game uh, one after one and um, to get uh, – and, and based on your time, you'll get a medal. Um, they'll mash a bunch of different sections of levels. They'll cut levels vertically and then mash them together uh, for one game, for two games, for all six games. It seems like they put some of the hardest, dumbest fucking sections, and not even just hardest, just unfair. Like Iceman's, in the from the first Mega Man game, there's an Iceman, a section in Iceman's level where you have disappearing blocks, and after that, that section's easy. But you go to this next section where you have to jump on platforms overneath and over an abyss. Okay, and this is Mega Man One, so you don't have rush jet, but. So you're jumping on over an abyss, and there's these platforms, these moving platforms that also shoot bullets out the side. And if you get hit with a bullet, it'll knock you almost, almost, probably about 95% of the time completely off the platform, and you have to start again. There will also be times where you jump on a platform, but the hit detection says basically you've been hit by like an attack, and you fall through the platform, and you're done. you got to start again. All the meanwhile, your time is still running, so I'm sitting here trying to get through this section like, 10 times and I'm getting super frustrated because what was a good time is now like a bronze time where I'm not going to finish the game. Um, so yeah, those games are really hard and, or the challenges are really hard because Mega Man games aren't easy, but also because they, when they do those vertical slices, they not only pick the hardest sections, but they pretty much put those sections in every single challenge they can. It's super fucking annoying. I don't like it. So I got, I probably got as many trophies as I can from the Mega Man Legacy Collection, and I think that I'm just going to have to give up on the rest because, you know, there are some bosses like Elect Man and Fireman, which I'm almost certain that you cannot beat without their powers, their weaknesses, and yet there are challenges where you have to beat all the bosses in all the Mega Man games without their weaknesses, which is just insane to me. Uh, Shadow Man, for God's sakes, how am I supposed to do that? And there's no platinum in that game, right? No, there's no platinum. Yeah, I yeah. That's why I like I love Mega Man games, but I'm not even remotely trying to get 
all of those trophies. I bought like, I bought yeah. that collection because it was on sale and because I love the Mega Man games and I wanted to play through them again. I have never, I think aside from Mega Man three, I've never beaten another one of those games. So I've now beaten one through six. I'm proud to say that. Uh, I'm really hoping the Mega Man X Legacy Collection, which comes out this month, I think it's the 24th. I really hope that tro- those trophies are a lot better because the ones from the the Legacy Collection sucked ass. I've also been playing Star Wall and so I like Star Wall. Uh, it's basically like battle royale style, like every every uh, Star Wall for itself. You're basically Star Wall, like a narwhal in space, hence Star Wall, uh, and you're trying to stab the heart of your opponents. Uh, there's different levels and everything. There's challenges, which you can get different medals for based on your time in those. Those can be hard and annoying and frustrating. The worst part about the game, though, is the design is great, the music's great, the presentation's great. I love the concept. Um, this is actually a free game for Plus a while back. But the controls are so fucking frustrating. I've never been more frustrated with the controls of the game. I tried to play it for about the first ten minutes, and then I was like, I'm I'm not going to play this game anymore because it's so fucking like I went to the op the options to look for a way to turn down the sensitivity on the controls because they feel so sensitive that you'll literally sometimes just be spinning in a circle when you're just trying to go up or down or left or right. Uh, I've gotten used to the controls a little bit, but they're still some of the most frustrating controls I've ever played in the game, and I really would never want to play a sequel to this game simply because of that. I just one trophy got earned, and of course I've got to try to get as many as I can after that. Um. The other thing is, pretty much, like, 50% of the trophies are grinded-out trophies, like, play a thousand matches, or break a thousand blocks of ice, or get, or stab 3,000 hearts. Probably, playing this game, like, after the first six hours, playing this game, like, the next, probably 20 to 30 hours, is simply grinding in the classic mode just to play through matches and stab opponents' hearts. And so I love the concept behind this game, but the fact that the, the trophies are so grindy and the controls are so frustrating, even when you try to get used to them, like I can't, I, I want to recommend this game, but I can't. So if you haven't played Star Wall, don't because it's, it's super fucking frustrating and it takes forever to get the trophies, not and because of and skill. That, and that says something coming from Alex. Yeah. I played through hell divers. Yes. I, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to his girlfriend, Ashley, and I, I remember the context of the conversation. I said uh, something about Alex. She goes, yeah, you might want to leave him alone. I said, why? She goes, I'm in the other room, and all I hear is him, him cursing. <laughs> I mean, the, like, the controls, they're so hard to pick up. I mean, I guess the way that you're supposed to play it, the physics, is that the nose of the star wall is supposed to be like your balance. And so you're supposed to use that to balance yourself and to, you know, navigate yourself and which way you want to go. But even using that as like the tipping point, it's still so damn hard and you really can never get used to how sensitive the controls are. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been trying to get as many. There is a platinum in Star Wall, but I I don't I first of all, I think one of the trophies is glitched. So I think you have to get over 4000 in score attack, you have to get over 4000 points in one sitting. Um, which would take you, I mean, the max points you can get, I think, in one game are 30. So you can imagine how long that would take. (laughs) And you have to get platinum medals in all 32 challenges. And I just got 15 platinum medals right now, and there are just some levels, it's like, with the controls, I just can't. I can't. That's, That's a bummer. 
right. Uh, let's move on to our topics. We're 40 minutes into the show. We haven't even started our topics yet. That's because we're awesome. Yeah, we, a lot of catching up to do. All right, so first topic is our PlayStation Plus games for July have been revealed. Yay! Uh, ob- obviously, we missed last week, so this should have been the last week's show. But uh, if you, in case you don't know what they are, uh, for, for the PlayStation 4, you'll be getting Heavy Rain, Absolver, and they threw in a bonus PlayStation 4 game, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. You lost me at Black Ops. Yeah, you might as well just given us two games. Uh, for anybody that cares about it or doesn't know about it already, uh, as of the release of the show, July 11th, is the last day to get Black Ops for free. I may put it in my library. What's What could it hurt? I don't want that in my library because I know I'm never, ever going to play it. You know, I said the same thing, and I actually started playing Black Ops. Is there a platinum with it? Yes, there is a platinum. Oh, I guarantee you have to prestige in that to get that platinum. Uh, I have not looked over the, tro- the trophies. Um, but I do know within the Call of Duty games... There are no multiplayer uh, trophies, so it's all you just do the single player campaign. So I never have to go to the annoying part of Call of Duty. I just play the single player. Oh, really? Well, see, I might download it now if I ain't got to go to the annoying part of multiplayer. Uh, for the PS3, you get Rayman 3 HD, Deception 4, The Nightmare Princess. And for the Vita, you get Space Overlords and Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma. I would take. That deception game, but one of the last, well, now there's a few ago updates. It borked my PlayStation Store or my PS3. I kid you not. I, I, I get, Say that again? It borked the update, the store updated. You know you know how what, they changed it to where, you know, you go into the store and they're like, oh, there's a store update. So the store updates. Okay. One of the last store updates borked the store on my system. I go I go into the store on my three, and it brings up the little PlayStation logo, and it's loading in. Okay, cool. Sit there for a little bit, and all of a sudden, this system's undergoing maintenance. <laughs> what do you mean it's undergoing maintenance? It's been doing this for like a year. I can't get on the store through my three. I think I would have to do it through the computer, but then they, they don't put things in your download list on the three in the order that you purchase them, so to speak. So then I got to look through thousands of buys to find what I purchased on the computer. No, you could just hit the download now option. It would download right onto your system. I don't know. But see, the problem is I've had so many systems. I don't know which. I guess I'd have to go in and find out what system number it is to say download to that system, I guess. Or, or, you, or, or what you do is you just... Uh... Go on to the play, uh, the Sony website. You deactivate all your systems because you can do that once every six months, and then just turn on your PS3, activate it as your system, and then the website will register that one as the as your current one, and you just download it from there. I might do that. I don't know. I enjoy. I, I played one of the Deception games on the PlayStation Two and enjoyed the fact of setting up traps to kill people. All right. Uh, the next thing. Uh, Alex, have you played Assassin's Creed Origins yet? No, I saw it was on sale recently, but I didn't pick it up. What is wrong with you, sir? He's waiting for it for Keeper. 
Yeah, and plus, like I said, I've been playing Mega Man and Star Wall, and, like, I'm not gonna add Assassin's Creed into that. Like, when am I gonna have time to breathe or poop? Uh, Alright, well, the next story is Assassin's Creed's new technology could allow multiple time periods in one game. In an interview for the Ubisoft blog, Ubisoft carried as executive vice president of creative Lionel Reynard said future technologies could enable the developer to create an Assassin's Creed that drops in on different time periods. Other Ubisoft franchises could benefit from this too, with players potentially being able to travel to multiple countries in the same Far Cry or Watch Dogs games. Quote, we, have, we will have the technology that will break the current limits of memory, for instance. Because of new technologies that are arriving, we would be able, in the same world, to have say, several historical periods, for instance, in Assassin's Creed, and use the Animus to travel from one to another, or have different areas of the world linked by travel systems, so that a Far Cry game or a Watch Dogs game could happen in different countries at the same experience seamlessly. Uh, I don't know about that. Would have to see how it's implemented. I can't say whether I initially I hate it, but I I, I can't tr- I can't trash it until I see how it's implemented. What what they're basically saying is that like for Origins they have to make the map for Egypt. What's wrong with that? So, well, at what they're saying is that because they're making the massive map for Egypt, they couldn't also make the uh, a massive app for the United States. And then you wouldn't be able to travel from Egypt to the United States because of how massive the worlds are. They're saying now with the memory systems and the technologies they have, they can essentially put both maps in the game so you can actually travel there. So they're not really talking uh, game quality-wise. They're talking about the ability to add more into the game. Okay. Like I said, I'd have to see how it was implemented. Implemented. Implemented? Can't talk today. Must be the heat. All right, and uh, if you guys remember, we talked briefly on uh, 350 about Bethesda is suing Warner Brothers for the blatant ripoff of Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Well, Warner Brothers has responded to the lawsuit. Okay, and what was this response? In the response to IGN, they said, quote, as one of the world's leading creators of intellectual property, including groundbreaking television series Westworld, Warner Brothers has a deep respect for the intellectual property rights. As such, the assertions of Bethesda Softworks that Warner's Westworld mobile game and probably use source code from Bethesda's Fallout Shelter are surprising as they are unsubstantiated. Warner Brothers has been assured by the game developer Behavior Interactive that Bethesda's allegations are untrue and that none of Bethesda's code was used in the Westworld game. Moreover, contrary to Bethesda's baseless accusation, Warner Brothers at no time, quote, induced, end quote, behavior to use to the Fallout Shelter code in Westworld, end quote. Hmm, just sounds like a general statement. I, what, you know what I heard out of this, Yield? What's that? We have no idea what, this is Warner Brothers saying, if it did happen, it wasn't us, it's all, beha- uh, it's all behavior interactive. We had nothing to do with this, we just put our name on it. And that's true too. But that's bullshit. It is. They're 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 basically they're basically saying we put our name on it and we were going to make mo- and we're making money off of it. But now since there's trouble brewing, we're not. 
We just slapped our name on it, so it's all them. Go after them. Their, their quote, Warner Brothers has assured, uh, Warner Brothers has been assured by the game developer, Behavior Interactive, that Bethesda's allegations are untrue. They're basically saying, we don't know what the hell you're talking about, so we asked Behavior Interactive, and Behavior Interactive said, no, that's not true. <laughs> Alex, what do you think about all this? I don't really know what else they expect Behavior Interactive to say. <laughs> oh, my bad. We forgot to change some of the code. Unbelievable. All right, so that is going to bring us to the end of our topics, but uh, let's throw it across the pond because we don't have Sid here this week, unfortunately. Let's throw it across the pond to Sophie's Trophies. Hey, guys, how are we all? Sid again with Sophie's Trophies, episode 40. That's right, the big 4 Um Thanks, guys, for listening to me for so long and uh, helping me keep doing this. Um, this game I'm going to do today, guys, a very short little game, to be honest. Um, and this was suggested by Teresia um, a few weeks back. Now, she gave me a list of games to try, and I saw this one on the Vita. Um, it's available on the PS4 as well, so you can double dip on it if you want to. Um, it's called Little Adventure on the Prairie. Now, I know some of the guys have played this game. Oh, well, I say played this game. There's really not that much to do on it, guys. Um, but let's get into it and I will explain um, why it is uh, really not that much of a game. Okay, so first trophy as always is the Platinum. It is called Big Adventurer. Uh, obtain all trophies. It's a common trophy at 95.3%. Um, and as always, get the Platinum. Or get all of the trophies, I should say. Okay, so other trophies. Stage 1 completed. Stage 2 completed, Stage 3 completed. Now there are three stages. Um, they're not very long guys, I think there are four levels on each one, I think. Um, those three trophies all have a common on them, and they are all around 95% to 98%. Um, so very common, very easy to get. Um, as the Platinum would say, um, a lot of people who play this game have got the Platinum. Okay, so then we go on to level trophies. There are, I do believe, 12 levels, guys. Um, they are all, again, very common trophies, um, 95 to 98%. So, you know, as the Platinum says, like I just said, um, all very easy to get. Um, everything on this list, guys, I'm just going down it now, is between 95% and 98% common. So I don't need to tell you all of those, um, they're all the same. So you get a trophy for completing every single level, um, which won't take long, it took me about 20 minutes. Um, attack power-up, collect your first attack power-up. This is a little symbol in a level, walk into it and your attack goes, uh, it goes to 1.5. Then you get another one and it goes to uh, two, which is double the power. Now, when you collect another two, it is triple the power, so your attack goes up to three. Now, you don't really need to do anything for this, guys. You just walk forward, um, and it will happen in one of the later levels. Uh, shield. Collect your first defensive shield. Again, a little symbol. Um, just walk into it, and do the same again, up to uh, three times defense. 
Again, no strategy involved, guys. Just generally just walk up to it. They will be there, and you will eventually get to the stage where it gives you three in a row or enough to upgrade to three. Um, there is no looking in this game, guys. Um, you walk left to right or right to left, whichever way the level decides you're going. Um, the enemies walk towards you, swing their weapons. Now, they can damage you quite easily, guys. So the big tip I've got for this one is when you get towards an enemy, just jump. Um, jump up towards them and keep mashing on your attack button and you will hit them in the head. Stay floating and they won't hit you. And uh, that's pretty much it for that one, guys. It's cartoony looking. Uh, no animation, the backgrounds are crap, um, and generally the game is really not that good. Um, if it wasn't for being able to jump up and hit the enemies without getting hit, it would be a very, very frustrating game because there were no block, no dodge, no nothing. Um, the enemies just walk towards you and swing their weapons. So, yeah, if you do that, guys, jump up at the enemies, hit them on the head while you're floating above them, Walk to the end of the levels, you will get all trophies within about 20 minutes. Is it worth it? Well, it's a platinum. Um, it is a very easy platinum. Uh, Game-wise, no, it's not. Um, but I have to say it cost me £1.59 on the Vita. And you can buy it on the PS4 as well. But I refuse to do that because it's just not that good. So uh, thanks to Teresia for that one on, and for the list. I do have another one off that list that I will be doing at some point. Um, that game is called Pick a Cross. Um, I'll do it when I've played a bit more of it. Um, but just to let you know with that one, guys, you buy the PS4 version, you get the Vita version, and it is two trophy lists. It is not cross-save, but there are two separate trophy lists for that. So, yeah, anyway, guys, that's Little Adventure on the Prairie. Not very good, uh, quick and easy platinum though, so make your choice based on that. Um, and yeah, that's it for this one guys. So uh, as always, Sidders1978 on the PSN, at Sydney on the Twitter, through the Trophy Horse Facebook group, or Sid at Proven Gamer on the email. So yeah, take it easy guys, thanks for listening, and uh, keep getting those trophies. Bye. And we're back. Thank you, Sid. Thanks, Thanks Sid. Sid. You're amazing. You, uh, a little behind the scenes. We've had Sid's audio since before we recorded 350, and I still haven't listened to it. Oh, fail. Sorry, Sid. No, he's not. All right, so at this point, we're going to go to what's hot in gaming. Alex, what's hot in gaming? Shit, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> All right, moving right along. The only thing that I know of that's coming out this month off the top of my head is uh, Mega Man X Legacy Collection, but like Alex said, that's the 24th, 27th. 24th. I'll talk about that a little bit. So there's they split the Mega Man X games X uh, through X8 into two collections. So there's Mega Man X Legacy Collection and Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2. I believe I've said this before, but to reiterate, you don't need to buy Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2 because all the games on there, well, Mega Man X5 is okay. Mega Man X5 is okay. The other three, uh, I've played Mega Man X6. It is not good. And all I hear about Mega Man X7 and X8 are that they are terrible, and I have seen video of them. I have looked at them. They don't look good. So 
the, the the X collection, the first one with Mega Man X, X2, X3, and X4, that's the one you want to get. Um, because, well, Mega Man X is probably the best game of any of the Mega Man X games. Maybe, I mean, it's definitely one of the best Mega Man games ever made. Uh, and X2 and X3 are kind of hard to find, so they can be typically, like, pretty expensive on eBay or Amazon or wherever you want to buy it. So, uh, you get those games for pretty cheap, and then Mega Man X4 is really good, too. So you get four really good games, so definitely buy that. Uh, I believe another game I mentioned on What's Hot and Gaming before is supposed to come out by the end of the summer for PS4. It's already out on Steam and on Switch. Uh, it's Brawl Out, which is the uh, the game that takes a lot of uh, inspiration from Super Smash Brothers, uh, the Super Smash Brothers series. If you look at the game, it's pretty much Super Smash Brothers. Although it seems like the consensus on that game is that uh, it's Super Smash Brothers, but it doesn't do everything as well as Super Smash Brothers, and even cuts a lot of things out. Uh, you can't do grabs. There are no items. Uh, there's a limited roster of characters. Um, it takes forever, apparently, to unlock new stages and new characters. So there's grinding in there. Apparently, the online is kind of janked. So I was really excited about Brawlout because it's really colorful. The characters looked awesome. I mean, like these these silly animal characters. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to buy that either. I'm not going to buy that now because, quite frankly, I don't want to have to grind through a fighting game um, where you only start out with three stages and you have, like, eight characters to start and you just have to grind for hours and hours and hours to unlock them. What happened to the days of Soul Calibur where you play through arcade mode with one character and after you beat it, you unlock a character, you play through it again, you get another character. Like, what happened to those days? Like, you earn gold, you can buy artwork. Uh, new stages, I believe, or maybe those were unlocked with the the characters. I can't remember. But what happened to those days? Why do I gotta grind for this shit? I'll, I'll tell you what happened to those days. Microtransactions. Yeah, yeah. You can buy it for ninety nine ninety nine. You could you could play the game fifteen times and unlock everything, or you could pay us ten dollars and unlock it right now. Shit, I'll play the game, but I I mean I don't want to be spending twenty thirty hours unlocking like different skins for the same characters. All right. Uh, let's get into our topic of the week. Uh, there's gonna, there, this, these kind of stories piss me off, man. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to have to do Alex's least favorite thing and read an article. Oh, uh, no, article. don't. Just give him the gist. I, I, no, I have to. Because there's a lot of things in here that I, I are talking points. So, okay. Hold on. Uh, what is the summary of what's going on? What is the gist of what this this contention is? The 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 the, the title of this the article is Fortnite continues to be a problem for children in school. And it, it's going on about how kids are too attached to the game and it's distracting them from school. But there's how, how, wait, there's How do you need to read an article for that? Be, because there's there's things that are said in this that Need to be that need that needs to be expressed. Okay, I like, pick out quotes. I, I, don't read in the entire article. Alex, just just trust me on this one. Okay, I read this article. Okay, well, listeners don't want to <laughs> listen to you read an entire article. No, you don't want to listen. No, listen I'm pretty sure listeners <laughs> don't. All right, I, I will try to pick my best. Uh, this article comes from IGN and it's written by Michael Kazwara. Uh. Uh, all right, so I'm not going to read the whole thing because Alex is against it. Uh, Common but... sense is against it. 
Uh, it says, Today alone, several news outlets have reported ongoing problems with Fortnite and its incredibly strong hold on its students. West Whitney's primary school performed a survey on whether or not to ban the incredibly popular game. Other stu- older students ultimately voted in opposition to banning, and the school went on to warn parents that the game is not suitable for young children. Another school went on a more detailed route and banned Fortnite dances like, quote, floss and other emotes. The head teacher went on to explain that these dances were being used to, quote, surround and intimidate other children, end quote, and that Fortnite is showing, quote, obsessive and overactive behavior, end quote, in students that play. Uh, The school was met with backlash when parents took to social media to express their concerns. The struggles continued at home, where one family said that they're struggling with their nine-year-old son, who plays up to six hours a day. Stopping him causes fits, screams, and on occasion running away from home. One instance saw the boy smash the TV after losing. The family's daughter also plays Fortnite, but does not exhibit the same aggressive mentality. One teacher was torn on whether to incorporate the Fortnite craze into the classroom, as many teachers already have says, quote, any mention or allusion to or, in fact, any reference at all to the online phenomenon brings unimaginable levels of chaos. The isolated boy who barely writes a word hands over a beautifully presented explanation of why he should be playing Fortnite, demonstrating an array of persuasive writing techniques so powerful that I almost want to log in, end quote. So, there are stories saying that Fortnite is helping socially shy kids come out of their cocoon, so to speak. And there's other instances where they're saying that the game is causing kids to be ultra violent. Well, you're going to get that with any game. Right. But this, the, the, the reason this is pissing me off is because it's coming back to the, the same argument that we've been having for as long as I can remember that video games cause violence. And that's bullshit. Well, it it might cause aggression, but I don't know if it causes violence. It's just they're acting out what they see on the screen. Well, it's like when it says the one family is struggling with their nine-year-old son who plays up to six hours a day. Stopping him causes fits, screams, and on occasion run away from home. That's a parenting problem. Yes. The the parent has allowed this to happen. It, this is not this is not a video game problem. This is a parenting problem. That kid, those parents need to take that console away from that kid and just donate it and not let him play again. I mean, uh, to, like, I, I, I've said this many, 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 many fucking times. A TV, a video game console, an iPad, a cell phone is not an electronic babysitter. I know that it makes it easier for some parents when their kids act out to just let them have the device and it calms them down. But the problem is, is you're not you're you're feeding the problem and you're not fixing it. And I think in the case of this kid who has obviously anger issues, he needs not to be playing that game and not have access to that console. I mean, like yes, it may suck and he may be like he may rage about it. But, like, if you're feeding this behavior now, like, at what point is he going to learn that it's wrong to act like that? Or is he going to act like this all the time, including when he gets older, and expect that that kind of behavior to get him what he wants? See, my problem with this is, like, you kind of touched on it a little bit there, Alex, where where it says where parents just give in. The problem with giving in, like, my daughter, Sweet Mama D, she wants to play Minecraft, she wants to play Stardew Valley, 
and, and she wants to play, you know, the Lego games. And at some point, I have to say, no, you're done. There's a time limit on her on her account. She's not allowed to play per, past a certain point. And then she keeps begging, begging, begging me. And finally, I get to the point where I put her in timeout. I don't ever give in and say, okay, go play. Because all that's teaching that kid is no matter how long it takes, eventually dad is going to give in and he's going to let me do it anyway. So I'm just going to keep going until he breaks. Yeah. This is... A, this is a parenting problem, and like when they uh, in the article too, they said uh, another school uh, they banned Fortnite dances like floss and other emotes. What the hell is that solving? Oh, you're not allowed to dance like this because it's in a video game. Uh, it, this this type of shit aggravates the hell out of me. Like. Uh, I know people out there, our listeners, and even people uh, co-hosts on the show right now, we don't all feel the same way politically. But I think we could all stand together and say, you have to take responsibility for your actions. You cannot blame what happens to one person and say, oh, it happened to him, so it's going to happen to everybody else. Stop with this shit because it's it all it does is fucking create more of a fucking problem. Because then we got to have conversations. Do video games cause violence? Are video games ultra violent? Listen, I'm a parent. Steven's a parent. He's not here to defend himself, so I'm not going to speak for him. You two are not parents. But I guarantee you that once you, when and if you ever become a parent, you will look at things differently and you will say, no, I don't want my kid to play Dante's Inferno. No, I don't want I mean, my shit, kid to play I don't want my God kid to War. play Dante's Inferno based on the fact it's not a great game. <laughs> well, that, that's a fair point. But you, you, I don't have a problem letting my daughter play Minecraft. She cannot play online. Like, as a parent, I let my daughter play uh, Detroit Become Human. But when she's playing the game, I'm sitting next to her. And I, after, um, after certain chapters, I say to her, how do you feel about your decision? Why did you make this decision? I use it as a learning experience. Even though it's not a kid game, there are things in the world. She's going to be 10 in a couple months. Like, she's not oblivious to the world. And, like, I'm, she, she came home the other day, and I was so proud of her. Uh, she said to me, she goes, Daddy, uh, Girl Scouts is giving me a participation trophy. And I said, why are they giving you a participation trophy? She goes, because I was a member of Girl Scouts this year. I said, was there a competition or anything? She goes, no. If there was a competition, I wouldn't have taken the trophy. I said, why is that? She goes, because I didn't earn it. And I was proud of her. Because she's seeing the world around her. These kids that the parents are sticking there kids in front of an electronic babysitter and saying, oh, go play Fortnite. It's the new hotness. And I've seen, and I'm sure you guys have seen parents in GameStop turn around and say, oh, well, buy him Call of Duty because that's what he wants. But they don't know what Call of Duty is. They have no idea. And that shit aggravates me. And a couple times I've spoken up. I've actually gotten kicked out of two or three GameStops because I I caused them not to have a sale. And I, I don't care. You want to kick me up because I, I caused you not to make money? But yet, the clerk's job behind the desk is to say, hey, do you understand what this game is for your kids? The employee wasn't doing their job, so I did I did their job for them. 
That shit aggravates me. And I like, uh, my blood is starting to boil right now because I, I, I hate this shit. I got, I, I got asked one time. I think it was at the holiday season. I got asked in the GameStop. A bunch of us were talking games that we were getting while we were waiting for the line to move on. And this older lady behind me was talking about games that that she should get for her. I don't know if it was her grandson or her son. And she had like, I don't know, two or three games and was asked, well, what's your opinion on these games? And I was, you know, well, what I know about this game is, you know, you, you know, it, it's shooting. I can't remember the name of the games, but it was, well, this one's rated M and this is why this one's rated this. This is why this one's rated that. This is why. Oh, well, I didn't know that. And she put, I'm pretty sure she put the M one back, even though that was the one like he really, really wanted because it was like, well, I mean, it, it's your choice. I, I didn't like tell her, well, you shouldn't buy that. But it was like kind of, well, this is why this one's rated M and this is why these are rated this. So that means, I mean, you know, it was, it was a parent or a grandparent who was oblivious to the rating system. See, the grossest thing I saw was, and I'm not going to go into details, but this happened to somebody that's been on the show, and this story has been told on the show before, um, was there was a, a, a mother and her son, and they were they, they were uh, going to buy a game, and I don't remember what game it was. And the clerk, who was my friend, said to the mother, do you understand what this game is? And she said no, and he explained it to her, and she goes, well, maybe I shouldn't get this game. And the kid turned around and says, well, if you don't, I'm just going to tell Dad that you didn't buy me the game. He's going to beat you again. Wow. That's the type of shit. That's the type of shit that we deal with in this world. And she wound up buying the game for the kid. That's an evil little kid. Like, that's a little shit right there. And and the and the obviously the you know if what the kid said is true the father needs to be in jail. Well, absolutely. Any uh, closing t- feelings about banning Fortnite in schools? Should it be done? Should it not be done, Alex? I don't think it should be done. Yield. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that is that, that is what I'm thinking because yet again I you you can't ban it for everybody you, you when there are select people who are the problem. You can't ban it in the sense of of you can't play it. Um, the dancing or the emotes or whatever, if it is done in a harmful way. Banning it probably is extreme, but you can correct the behavior because of it. And I don't want to use the word punishment, but banning seems extreme because it's the more you ban something, the more that generations generations are going to rebel and do it anyway. What about the teacher that's using it within her classroom, saying that to help that socially awkward kid? Be able to write. I've uh, never really been bad on people who can capitalize on something to use it in a beneficial way. You know, if, if you can, if you found that that socially inept 
kid or kids are tied into Fortnite and you can use that to help them in school, by all means, do it. I agree. Bannon seems to be extreme, but I do understand that there are probably some things that go on that are that game related that they are using in a bullying way. You can't necessarily ban stuff, but you can correct the actions. The actions. There you go. Thank you. All right. With that being said, let's move on to our housekeeping. Yay! Let's clean this shit up. ProvingGamer.com is looking for some writers, podcasters, video editors, news reports, and generalized help with the site. If you're interested in applying, go to ProvingGamer.com, click on the Help Wide tab, and fill out the application, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. While you're there, be sure to check out all of our articles and all of our videos. Speaking of our videos, they can be found on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proving Gamer. And thank you again for everybody that watched Trophy Wars 300. Uh, 350. Yeah, 350. Thank you. You're welcome. It's been a long seven years, buddy. Yes, it has. Uh, you can also watch uh, streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash proving gamer. You'll catch me ra- streaming at random times, but we also have a dedicated streamer that's streaming from Monday through Wednesdays from 1 p.m. Eastern to 3 p.m. Eastern, and you can also catch him streaming at random times as well. But he has a set schedule for there. If you want to get a hold of us, there are several ways to get a hold of us. The first one is our phone number yield 330 proven nine. Three three zero, two sevens and a six, and that just totally messed me up. <laughs> Eight three six nine. That totally roadblocked me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That's what it's, happens when you try to change it up. You roadblock yourself. I know. That's what happens to me a lot. <laughs> I try to change up the way I do the intro. Try to like just to. Spice it up a little bit. I'm like, oh shit, I really fucked that up. Like when I, when I tried to do the intro for this one, three fifty one. Uh the next is our email. Troy, what's our email? Oh, he's not here. Sad. Trophy whores at ProvingGamer dot com. That's Trophy whores at ProvingGamer dot com. Don't listen to yield. It's not Trophy whores at Gmail dot com. It's Trophy whores at ProvingGamer dot com. Hey, my bad, G. Yeah, it was only 300 episodes at that point. That's right, only 300. Uh, you get a hold of us on Twitter. You contact the site at Proving Gamer. You contact the show at Trophy Wars. You contact me at Trick Mick. You could try to contact Alex on, at Saundersaurus Rex, even though he's not on Twitter anymore. I should still be on Twitter. You're still on Twitter. You just don't tweet. Yeah, my year is up. You You didn't fulfill the year. I did so. You can't just let a year pass and say, oh, I was on Twitter for a year. You have to actually tweet for the year. He did tweet. It's not like you said it's not like you said a rule he had to tweet a a tweet a month. No, I said he has to be active on Twitter. He was active. It was a lot more active than what he was in years past. Uh you can contact Yield at I Yield to No One. Contact me at Tricky Mick. Contact Steven at Matt Child 27. Uh, I, I want to do a little uh, selfish plug, if I can, gentlemen. Sure. Uh, we'll do it when we get to Extra Life. Because there's a sad day upon us. 
Uh, if you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Be sure to listen to our other podcast, PG Spoilers, which we are trying to do another show. I promise you. For, for, for reals? For really reals. For really reals. Uh, Nintendo Dual Screens and Game Stuff. All the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, Stitcher, your various podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, TuneIn, and you can listen to Trophy Wars and Dual Screens on iHeartRadio. Uh, also, there's a little bit of confusion. Somebody asked me about this. There is a new Google Podcast app out there. Both Google Play and Google Podcast will let you see the shows, but I recommend everybody that has an Android phone stay with Google Play because the podcast applications is actually showing five different Trophy Horse feeds, and they don't all update. <laughs> Uh-oh. One has episodes 1 through 50. The other one has episodes 37 through 124 or something like that. They're not all there on one feed. So I don't want you guys to miss the show. I don't want you guys to get confused. Some have our logos. Somebody, some We even have the old Reset Gamer logo on one of them. How did that happen? Can't explain. I have no idea. Huh. So, somebody fucked up some code right in the app. That's all I know. Uh, PlayStation 4 communities. There's three of them. There's one for the site, Proven Gamer. There's one for the show called T-Dubs Brothel. Why Yield? Because who won't let us say horse. And Yield's uh, guild, which is the Platinum Guild. Yes. Plat- uh, you'll you'll do that in your shoutouts. Yes, stay, stay, stay tuned after the outro music, and I will have the much-needed, much-asked-for shoutouts from the guild for the last three months because I've been a really bad guild master and neglected. Now tell JT to kiss your ass because you're finally getting it done. No, I'm not going to tell him that because he's right. He called me out. I wasn't doing it. Yeah, but tell tell him to shut the hell shut the hell up about that. No, I'm not gonna do it. When I do it, that that that's the shut up. I did it. And then I gotta stay consistent. All right, JT, I love you, man. I'm just trying to get you to throw some spice into it. Uh, but we we have some sponsors. Our first sponsor is Humble Bundle. Uh, if you guys know what Humble Bundle is, it's uh, well. It's a bundle of games that you pay what you want for the games, and depending on how much you pay, is how many games you get. Uh, is I've it seen some deals. By the Abominable Snowman. No. Because wasn't he a humble bumble? I don't think so. Okay, you have to touch Rudolph this year and find out. I'm pretty sure. Might be wrong. I you just threw me off. I did, didn't I? <laughs> there went the train, uh, folks. <laughs> You can get sometimes get up to twenty games for fifteen dollars, and some quality games. Uh, mostly it is PC games, but every so often they throw a console bundle in there. They throw a software bundle in there. They throw book bundles in there every year or every month. You can check that out. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, whatever you spend on Humble Bundle goes to charity, including Extra Life. It goes straight to our Extra Life. Uh, so we greatly appreciate that. Uh, our next sponsor is Extra Life. Alex, tell us about Extra Life. What's the date this year? Is it November fourth? November 3rd. November 3rd this year. So Extra Life is an annual gaming charity event. It's a marathon, an all-day marathon. Uh, If you want to sign up to play this year, I'm sure you've heard of Extra Life. Uh, The website is extra-life.org. You sign up to play there. You can join a team. You can start your own team, or you can play solo. 
From there, you are going to pick a Children's Miracle Network hospital to represent, and you want to tell people when you're collecting donations or sponsorships that the Children's Miracle Network hospital that you are representing gets 100% of the donations you collect. Uh, well, donations, sponsorships, I use them interchangeably. Basically, you are getting people to sponsor you for your 24-hour gaming marathon, and that money, those sponsorships, go to the Children's Miracle Network hospital that you are representing. The tagline or the motto of extra life is play games heal kids and it's there's no better instance of a win-win situation you get to play video games for pretty much all day and the children's miracle network hospital that you are opting to represent gets some much needed funds to help sick kids in your area or really wherever you choose to help all right with that being said uh i want to make a special uh announcement right now uh, as everybody knows uh, that we've talked about, and we've actually had him on the show, uh, Doc, who was the founder of Extra Life, uh, has officially resigned from the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. He's no longer associated with them, and I just wanted to personally thank Doc for his 10-year commitment to the charity, and it will go on. It does live on, but I personally want to say thank you, Doc, for starting such an amazing charity. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't say any better. Doc, you're amazing. Thank you for everything you've done. Uh, and if you're in Tennessee, go say hi to Doc, because he now owns a donut restaurant called Doc's Donuts. That sounds like some kind of Fox cartoon show. <laughs> you know, I thought the same thing. All right, so I have a selfish plug for myself. Uh, 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 extra Life. Uh, it, it involves extra life. Uh, as our listeners may or may not know, I'm going to be accepting a new position at work, which is going to put me into an office setting. And part of that office setting is that uh, I officially have to shave my beard down to uh, the feel of a baby's bottom. Uh, I talked to my boss and about this. And because he knows I'm so wrapped up in Extra Life and how much charity means to me, he made me a special deal. He said that if I could raise $500 on my Extra Life page by the day that I'm supposed to take this position, he will allow me to keep my beard. Uh, I have to trim it up, but he will let me keep my beard for one month after that. So, if you guys could, go to tinyurl backslash trickymick2018 and donate what you can to Extra Life, and hopefully I can keep my beard for another month. Hashtag save Tricky's beard. That's exactly what the hashtag is. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, if you guys see me streaming on Twitch, you'll see uh, hashtag save the beard. Uh, but I, I like my beard. Uh, I know some people like it's nice. Some people say it's too long. Some people say cut that shit. But well, it, personally it, to it, me... It, evening Plow has ended. Say again? Evening plow has ended. Night plow is over with. You're supposed to shave it. <laughs> that that ended back in April. I know. <laughs> but I kept it. <laughs> I see that. Um, my my plan was is that if I wasn't taking this position at work, I was just going to let it grow, and I was going to shave it next April. But uh, the goddess has said that I'm not allowed to go Duck Dynasty with it, so. And it's, it's approaching uh, past my neck at this point. <laughs> Uh, so if you guys could please go and donate, uh, it's not so much about saving the beard. I'm, I'm just using this as a plug. It's more about the children. 
uh, please donate what you can. Uh, if you want to see the Proven Gamer team, you can go to Tiny Roll backslash Proven Gamer 2018, and you can see our team page where we're at. Uh, I think currently we are at $685 raised as a team. Uh, but those are rookie numbers. We got to pump those up. Yield, you got to get on our, you got to get on our extra life team, there, sir. Yeah, I know. I keep forgetting. Bad me. You too, Alex. Uh, our next sponsor is our Patreon. Go to patreon.com backslash proven gamer. Uh, there are different tiers, different rewards. Uh, great. Uh, no matter where, what tier you support us at, we greatly appreciate it. The money goes to the staff. Uh, I've said this uh, numerous times. I am not taking a dime from the Patreon. This is solely to pay the staff. So if you like what uh, the podcast do, you like what the writers do, you like what our Twitch streamers do, please go de- donate to that tier. That money can go straight to that person uh, and that team. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, there's different perks. We can do live shows. If you guys liked 350 last week, I'm trying to get Yield to do more live shows now that he has good internet. Yield. What's that? Stream shows? You. Yeah, more live shows. I don't know about that. I got a face for radio. Yes, you do. But so do I, so we're even on that. <coughs> and also, uh, you... Well, see, but see, the difference between you and me is, is I'm a sexy beast. <laughs> With a face for radio. Yo, I gotta go back and find out the details, but there's a thing with Extra Life this year where... Uh, if you raise $200... I have to stream for 12 hours. You have to stream for at least 12 hours on Extra Life. Yes. So you got to make your page so people can start donating. Yes. And then I'm going to make the, I'm gonna make a, a, a shortened thing for you. It's going to be tinyurl.com backslash I yield to no one 2018. So, but... See, the bummer thing is Wreckfest doesn't come out till after... Uh, Extra life, because I, I I would uh, stream the heck out of that game. Well, you could play Spider Man. Yeah, I, I was thinking about maybe getting together and playing some some Rocket League, like the Trophy Horrors versus anybody. Actually, you know what? I got an idea for you. You raise the two hundred dollars, and I'll play twelve hours of Wildlands with you. We'll get a crew together and go. Extra Life would be a perfect opportunity to start it. It would. It would also be a perfect opportunity to get Alex in there to to, to whoop everybody in, in Rocket League. Yeah, but you're our goalie, so. Yeah, well, that's fine. I can play goalie. I ain't scared. <laughs> and our last sponsor is Amazon. If you could, would, each and every time you do your shopping on Amazon, stop by Proving Gamer first, click on any Amazon link, and continue with your normal shopping. Doesn't cost you anything extra and does help out the site tremendously. If you do use Amazon and you are Amazon Prime, you are also Twitch Prime which means you get a free subscription to our Twitch page. Go ahead and just link up your account, your Twitch account, and your Amazon account. Stop on over to twitch.tv backslash Proven Gamer. Click the subscribe for free button, and you you have a free subscription to us. Uh, helps us out. Gives you a nice pretty uh, trophy horse badge and Proven Gamer badge and a dual screens badge. It's pretty cool. And... And you also get free games with Twitch Prime. Uh, right now, currently, they're doing, uh, for Amazon Day, they're giving out one game uh, a day for 24 days. So you get 24 games for free. Like console games or like no, mobile they're games? They're all PC games. They're PC games. 
I don't play PC games. I'm a console dude. I I agree with you, but there are, P- but you know there are P- PC there are people PC out there. people out there that that's cool, but I don't have a PC rig. Well, sounds like you got a hashtag get good. No, I'm fine. I'm console. I'm in this for life. <laughs> Superior race consoles. Oh. Suck it. Okay. <laughs> All right, with that being said, let's close out the show with some shout-outs. Uh, Alex, you go first, sir. All right, well, as always, I want to thank the listeners first and foremost for being the fuel to the fire that is Trophy Horse. We're on 351. Without you all, we would have never gotten to 350. As Tricky said, I will echo the sentiment. Thank you very much for your support on that show and every show before that and every show to come. You guys are amazing. Give a shout-out to Steven, who could not be with us. Uh, a shout out to Tricky and Yield for recording with me. Sid, always a shout out to Sid who always kills it, not only in the Platinum Count, but also on Sophie's Trophies. And uh, there was a bit of sad news um, as uh, Sid and Mandy's family cat, one of the cats, uh, was actually uh, recently died, um, hit by a car. So uh, we definitely want to send out some more love to Sid and Mandy who lost their cat, um, Popper, um, or Poppy, excuse me lost their cat poppy um recently uh it was a really sad post it was it was an awful thing to, to happen so um we definitely want to send some love to sid and mandy for that uh and of course last but not least i want to give a shout out to my love ashley uh who always supports us who i'm sitting in a closet right now in the master bedroom she's out playing stardew valley uh so i want to give uh her much thanks for not only for having the idea for the tumblers for episode 350 but uh, also for putting up with all my shenanigans, all the shenanigans from my dog, Athena. Uh, I love you very much, honey, and um, just thank you for everything. Yield your shout-outs. So, I would like to give a shout-out to Alex and Tricky for recording tonight. Steven, he's here in spirit. A shout-out to all the pimps and the madams of the whoredom for doing everything that is Trophy Horse and Proving Gamer, downloading, listening, joining us on our live feeds and on our Twitch streams and all that. Um, a shout out to all the members of the guild. Yes, after recording, there will be an add-on of everybody who got a platinum recently. I do have to admit, I lost my paper from when I stopped the last time. So if I missed a few, I'm sorry. I kind of went, that's about where I think I stopped and started from there. So I would also like to give a shout out to the Starhawk boosters and those that hosted rooms so i could get my starhawk platinum that would be mvp bumper cleaver town of ashes forest mr zizich and p gaz no hairy balls on you nope not this week maybe next week <laughs> Give a shout-out to the goddess. Give a shout-out to Sweet Mama D. Shout-out to all the fans. But I want to give a shout-out, a special shout-out to Mandy. Because uh, I was informed by Sid, and th- you guys would find this funny. For 350, uh, for the video, we had Sid, uh, uh, Steven do the intro. For the audio version, I patched in our old intro because Troy was back on the show. And I you know, put the Steve in there. Uh, but Mandy heard the show, and she goes... Sid, why isn't your name entered in the show? And he said, that's because I'm not a normal host. Sid, you are a normal host. We will get your name in the intro. Uh, maybe not this week, but your name's going to be put in the intro. Mandy, don't ever let him tell you 
He's not a host of the show. He is. With that being said, if there's nothing else, until next week, happy trophy hunting. Later. I stole Alex's. I'm sorry. Damn, yield. Peace out. There we go. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. Get ready for I Yield to No One's countdown to... Shout out madness. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, pimps and madams of the whoredom, as promised, and with very much delay, I have with me the Platinum Guild Platinums from mid-April until today, as of recording, which is July 8th. So, like I said at the end of the show, if I miss some in between, because I lost my list of where I last stopped, let me know. I'll go back. I'll get you, because it is important. You, Pimps and Madams, have earned these Platinums, and you have posted them in the Guild, and therefore you deserve the opportunity to have your name shouted out. So, without further ado, we will get into... These three months of Platinums. To start off, we have Trisha. And if I butcher a name of a game or your uh, ID, I apologize. We have Accounting Plus, Pixel Gear, the 200th Platinum, Ceneron, uh, Kugura, Peach Beach Splash, Burly Men at Sea, just, I like the name of that game. Don't Knock Twice, Hex Tunnel, Gem Smasher, Monster Hunter World, Slay Away Camp, Batman the Enemy Within, Deep Ones, Chaos on Depona, Hex Tunnel Touch, Suicide Guys, Explosion for the PS4, Abyss, The Wrath of Eden, Senron Kugura, Bone Appetit, Lost Gamora's 2, Shard of Mystery, Nightmares from the Deep 3, Davy Jones, Pick a Pick Color, Devious Dungeon, Galgun 2, Crypt of the Serpent King, Sound Shapes for the PS4, Assassin's Creed Origins, Fallout Shelter, and Island Time. Next up is That One Seagull. Ratchet and Clank for the PS3, excellent game. Midnight Deluxe, Little Adventure on the Prairie, 
fragment of Midnight. Midnight Deluxe uh, for the Vita edition. Little Adventure on the Prairie for the Vita. AER, because I don't know how to say it, so I'll spell it, the North American edition. Explosion, Fragments of Midnight for the Vita. Nebula, Europe edition. World of Nebula, EU, or Europe edition as well. Explosion, Asia edition. Explosion, EU edition. Fragments of Midnight, EU edition. Fragments of Midnight again, Asia edition. Slade, Midnight Deluxe, EU, and Asia. Energy Balance, EU, Explosion, Explosion, Explosion for the Vita. Orc Slayer, EU, AER, again for uh, EU, Europe, and Hong Kong. Root Letter, Hong Kong. Clanned, Ratchet and Clank 2. And that rounds out that one seagulls. Next up is Monroe 10, Bulletstone Full Clip Edition, Batman the Enemy Within, My Name is Mayo, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Tomb Raider, and Dungeon Punks. Oh, nope, and one more, Wolfenstein the Old Blood. Alex got Bloodborne, as we all heard on the show. Tricky. Knocked out God of War and Little Adventure on the Prairie, or at least that's what he posted in the guild. And then rounding out the last of the guild platinum shoutouts, JPF75 got Hellblade, Puzzle Showdown, Spiral Splatter, Babysitter Sim, Full Throttle, Backwood Crossing, Burly Men at Sea, Inksplosion, God of War, Suicide Guy, Midnight Deluxe, and Jack 2. So, again, thank you all guild members for posting your Platinums. And if you would like to have your Platinums mentioned on the show, leave, uh, leave a copy, or not leave a copy. If you would like to have your Platinums mentioned on shoutouts in the show, uh, leave it in the guild, and I will mention it in shoutouts. I've been saying it for a while. I'm going to really work on it. I'm going to try to do it once a month. So post it in there, and I will hopefully, fingers crossed, get you guys next month. So thank you all for being a part of the guild, posting your platinums, and keep knocking them out of the park. I will see you guys later. Peace out. And then we'll do the five-second countdown so you can do your editing, Alex. Five. Four, three, two, one.